All right, we're getting ready for the 2009 spring semester test, and we're going to go through the major terms that you need to know for the uh, test that's coming up uh, later this week. And we're going to start by talking about a term uh, that we talked about when we talked about Nebraska and Kansas, and that's popular sovereignty. So popular sovereignty is basically the ability for a state uh, or any type of group of people to vote and then decide on an issue. So, for example, when we talked about popular sovereignty, we talked about Nebraska and Kansas, and it ties into the Nebraska-Kansas Act. Kansas-Nebraska Act allows the people of Kansas and Nebraska to vote and decide if they want to be free or slave. And so popular sovereignty is the term that allows them to do that vote. And then the Nebraska-Kansas Act, or the Kansas-Nebraska Act, I'm sorry, Kansas-Nebraska Act is what allowed the people in Kansas and Nebraska to, to make that vote. And obviously, Bleeding Kansas came out of that when a lot of different people came to Kansas to vote. All right, we'll talk about a couple military people. The first one from the last unit, Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee is the military leader in charge of the Confederate Army. So he is not the political leader, but he's the military leader. So he's the general in charge of all other Confederate generals. Sam Houston is from an earlier unit. Sam Houston is a major figure in the Texas Revolution. And in many ways, we talked about how Sam Houston was like George Washington in the American Revolution. Sam Houston was the military leader of the Texans when they revolted against Mexico. And then once they became their own independent country, Sam Houston became their president. So that is Sam Houston. Uh, we'll talk about two battles from the Civil War and focus on just those two. The first one is Gettysburg. The Battle of Gettysburg is important because it was the largest battle ever fought on the North American continent. And if you remember, we talked about Gettysburg. Lee was advancing further and further north. He was trying to win a battle in the north to try and persuade either like England or France to support the south in the war. So Lee was advancing his, his men up into the north. Gettysburg happened. It was a Union victory. And from that point on, the Confederacy is never really... Uh, they're never able to advance any further north, and they go back into the south and again continue to fight a defensive war. The second major battle that we want to talk about is the Battle of Vicksburg. And Vicksburg and Gettysburg take place basically the same time, just within a couple days of each other. And the Battle of Vicksburg is important because it gives the Union complete and utter control over the Mississippi River. So once they control the entire Mississippi, they can transport troops, they can transport supplies, and uh, the Confederates never regain control of any part of the Mississippi River. Conscription is another term from our last unit. Conscription is basically a more formal term for the, uh, the term draft. So conscription means that they're going to select people, and it's mandatory that you then uh, enroll in the army or the military. And both the, the Union and the Confederacy did this for the first time in American history. So that is conscription. Another term from our last unit that's on the uh, spring final is ironclad. An ironclad is a wooden ship that has steel put on the outside of it to protect it from gunfire, cannon fire. And this was the first time that ironclads were used in war. And the first ironclads were called the Monitor and the Merrimack. The Monitor was the Union one, and the Merrimack was the Confederate ship. 
Next is a person that was famous for what she wrote, and her name is Harriet Beecher Stowe. Harriet Beecher Stowe is the author of Uncle Tom's Cabin, which became a very important book because it was a, a very big seller, and it was really the first time that a lot of people in the North had any kind of uh, contact or information about what slavery was like. So Harry Beecher Stowe was very important in portraying slavery in the North. And if you remember, we talked about Abraham Lincoln actually meeting uh, Mrs. Stowe and saying, so you're the little lady that started this whole war. Yeah, the next term is Manifest Destiny. If you remember, we watched that little clip from Night at the Museum where we are talking about Manifest Destiny. Manifest Destiny is the concept that even before it happens, that someday the United States will stretch from coast to coast. So even before we bought the Louisiana Purchase, before we expanded into the Oregon Territory, there was this belief that eventually the United States would expand from coast to coast, and of course we do today. The next term is platform. When we talked about politics, platform is an important uh, concept because it's kind of a general statement on how a political party feels about a variety of topics. So for example, if we were to talk about the Democratic uh, platform on taxes or on health care, that would be kind of a general feeling of how that party feels about that issue. It doesn't mean that every single Democrat believes in every single thing on the platform, but it does give you kind of a general sense for the entire political party. Yeah, the next one is Emancipation Proclamation. Now, the Emancipation Proclamation is kind of one of those misunderstood documents because Sometimes it's uh, associated with freeing the slaves in the South, but technically, because Abraham Lincoln is demanding that all slaves are freed in Confederate territory, and they're not listening to President Lincoln, it actually doesn't technically free any slaves, but it's more of a, uh, a tactic as far as the war effort, and it actually helps the military a little bit. So Emancipation Proclamation does not technically free slaves, but it does make it a larger part of the uh, war. Yeah, the thing that actually does technically free slaves is the 13th Amendment. The 13th Amendment is the amendment that bans slavery in the entire United States. It's the first of the three Civil War amendments, 13, 14, and 15. But the 13th one is the one that officially ends slavery. Okay, one of the people that helped exploration and uh, migration to the West was Brigham Young. Brigham Young is a Mormon leader. And uh, he leads the Mormons west and eventually has them settle in the uh, present-day city of Salt Lake City. And so he's very instrumental in leading a large, uh, large religious group to the west in the Mormons. Okay, we mentioned the military leader of the uh, Confederacy was Robert E. Lee. Now the political leader is Jefferson Davis. So Jefferson Davis would be like the counterpoint to Abraham Lincoln. Jefferson Davis is... The, uh, the president of the Confederate States of America. And once the war is over, people don't really want to blame their generals like Robert E. Lee because they're kind of held in this high esteem. So a lot of people place, place the blame for losing the Civil War on the political leaders, especially Jefferson Davis. Another figure from that time period that was important was John Brown. We talked about John Brown quite a bit here in Kansas. He and his sons actually went and uh, killed some slave-holding uh, people in Kansas uh, in Missouri. And then after that went to the east and had a big plan to 
raid the arsenal at Harper's Ferry in Virginia, and they were going to get all the ammunition, get all the guns, and start a huge slave revolt. But instead, the uh, rebellion was put down. They arrested John Brown and eventually charged him with treason, and he was executed. An important invention that we talked about in this semester was the cotton gin. The cotton gin was a simple device that allowed you to take uh, seeds out of the cotton plant in a, in a way that was much faster than doing it by hand. And so the cotton gin by Eli Whitney basically created more of a need for uh, cotton growth, and then that created a need for more and more slaves. So the cotton gin was a huge part of the Industrial Revolution. It also increased the need for slaves in the South. Another Civil War era figure was Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass was a gentleman that was once a slave and gained his freedom and basically became a very uh, eloquent speaker for the abolitionist movement. And um, so many people thought that he could, could have not been a slave because he was so eloquent. Uh, he actually wrote a biography talking about how he was a slave and how he got his freedom and how he became educated and things like that. So Frederick Douglass was more of a... Uh, a motiv not a motivational speaker, but more of a, uh, a, sp a speaker on the, uh, the speaking circuit for the abolitionist movement. All right, another important part of the Industrial Revolution was the concept of interchangeable parts. So once they began to create these parts that were mass-produced, and then they could uh, plug them into uh, different things like guns or machines, and if one part broke, then they could just plug in another part. Um, it became much faster to be able to fix things. Um, they could mass produce things with unskilled labor. And uh, this was a huge improvement for the Industrial Revolution. So that was interchangeable parts. And then the last one is a concept that is probably the most missed question on the spring final each year. And that is the concept of judicial review. Judicial review. So when we talked about the process of how a bill becomes a law, everybody in Congress can vote yes on a bill. And then the president could vote yes on it. But if the Supreme Court looks at it and says, hey, it's something in this law um, contradicts the Constitution or it contradicts maybe an amendment, if it does that, the Supreme Court can say, we claim judicial review and basically zap the entire law uh, away. So if they do say judicial review, then that law no longer exists in any form. So it's a very powerful thing that the uh, Supreme Court has. So that is the, uh, the major concepts that you will need to know for the spring final. If you know those concepts that I just talked about, you will ace the test. Okay.